to thank Reb Shai and his B'nai Bayes once again for opening their home in order for us to be able to get together to prepare for the coming Yontiv Habo Aleinu Letoiva. Tonight's Shir is Mugdish Lirifua Shalayma of Shoshana Bas Zahava, Daniel Avigda Ben Rachel Chana, Tichya Ela Tal Bas Shoshana Resha Rezel, Haboche Daniel Elio Ben Dvaira Blima, Ben Yaman Tzvi Ben Tzaira Beila, and Shalom Yosef Ben Drezel. We should all be Zaycha to Rufua Shalayma, Besoich Shar Chayla Yisrael. And a little bit more than a week from today, is the extraordinary, powerful night, the Leil HaSeder, one of the most potent and transcendent times on the Luach of Klal Yisrael. As the Maral brings, Leil Shimurim Kilel Yom HaKippurim, Two nights in the year when every Yid feels himself drawn to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Two nights when we put on the kittel and we dress like Malachim and we become lifted up to levels. We reach heights way beyond ourselves. Heights that we're not used to. The Beisar and the Heilige Beisar writes a lotion. shel kol ish Yisrael. The portion of every Yid begeula ho'asido the portion that he will have in the future redemption, his spiritual level, our level, after Mashiach comes, is very much dependent on our level of his and our behavior on this holy night, and this is the meaning of the posseg, Hashir, which refers to the Shir of Lohosid Lovoy, Hashir Yielochem Kilel Hiskadesh Chag, according to how we act on this night of Hiskadesh Chag, on the night of Pesach. There's a lotion in the Tverish Shloimim. Godel Kedushas Laila Zois, the greatness of this night. Asher Hashem Yisborech Kaviyochel Mizdabek HaKadosh Baruch who connects with every single and call Echad Ve'echad Mibnei Yisrael. As it says in the Posek, HaChatzois HaLailo Ani Yoytze Besoich Mitzrayim. And the Fereshloim explains, every night at Chatzois HaKadosh Baruch Kaviyochel goes into Gan Eden and he's Mishtasheya, he delights with the Neshomos, with the souls of the Tzadikim. However, on this night, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not go into I will enter the hearts of Bnei Yisrael, even those who are in the Meitzorim, who are in the boundaries and the restrictions still of Golos Mitzrayim, as it says of Amoira Godel Zugi Lushchinim. And he continues and he explains that the entire Seder, all the Avedas, the table itself, the Shulchan itself becomes lifted to Zeha Shulchan Hashem, and he quotes Zayar HaKadosh, that the very table of the Seder is lifted up and it's Nistader Lemalo Lefnei HaKadosh Baruch the Chsam Sefer writes, Muftochim onu, we are guaranteed. Afilu begolus, even in this terrible dark golus. Bisho she'anachnu yoishvin l'sapeb yitzias mitzrayim livonenu. When we sit to tell over the miracles of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim to our children, Lahashrish Liboisom to bring root into their hearts, Bayiras Hashem, Azai Shefa Eloiki Oleinu, an inspiration, a Shefa of Elikus comes upon us, like the very level that we had at the moment of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. The Heiliger Rabshitz told over, he was by the Seder, by the Chosim of Leblin. 
And the Chayzer asked the Chesidim by the, the saying Chadgadia. He said, "What's anybody know why we say Chadgadia at the end of the Seder? What's the meaning of this?" And of course, everybody was quiet, waiting to hear for an answer. And the Heilige Chayzer said that the Nachas Ruach that Klal Yisrael gives to the Rebbeinu Shalolim by the Leil HaSeder, and it's brought in Zayra HaKod, it says the greatest level of Simcha Kaviyochel that there is by the Rebbeinu Shalolim is the night of the Seder. And the Simcha and the joy that we give the Rebbeinu Shalolim by the Seder brings such a kinah, such a jealousy to the Malachim that there's a Lachash, Keneged Ayin Hora, Chadgadye is a Lachash against Ayin Hora from the Malachim their jealousy, their kin, that we have the opportunity to give such a nachas ruach to the rabbi It was a year that lived in Yerushalayim of Avram Weintreib, and he had the schus to be at the Seder by the Yismach Yisrael, by the Heilige Rebbe of Alexander. And he said when the Yismach Yisrael came into the Seder, he made an incredible declaration, and he said, anyone who doesn't believe that the greatest Russia can be transformed into the greatest tzaddik at the night of the Seder, such a person is the Russia mentioned in the Haggadah. A person who doesn't believe that, Be'amunah Shalema, is the Rosh of the Manishtana. And we need to understand this. This is not a Dover Poshet. How is it possible? Now, the Etzem Yusoid is not so new. The Swaram bring such a concept already from the Zayra Kodesh that one can be transformed from a Russian into a Tzadik Gomer in one hour and in one second. And as we know, our Matzev Haluchni, when we look sometimes and we're unhappy, when we examine our lives, we're not happy where we're holding. We see Yeridus, we see that we've fallen. If we trace back, we often find that it all began with one small mistake. A person doesn't fall, a person doesn't do things that are very beneath him. A person goes step by step. And if we look back in our lives, we can find the small mashahus that may have changed our lives and propelled us into the wrong direction. And if we look even deeper, we can find maybe there's just a small middah under that little mistake that we made. A small mashu that made such a difference. They tell a the night to be Yehuda. The story was told by the Krasnerov. He said he heard it from his father, who was Makubul Dorach Ador, this Maiser from the Noida Behuda, had a Talmud, Rahman al went off the Derech, and he became a priest, he became a Galach, and the Noida Behuda was in terrible Tsar. And he said that if he were to see him, and if the Galach would come over and give Sholem to him first, that would be a sign that there's still hope for him to return. And they told the Noida Behuda at a certain time when the Galach looks out the window of his Tifla. And if you pass by right then, he'll see you. So Nebuchadnezzar made sure to walk by just at that moment. And he saw him, the priest saw him, and he ran out to give Shalom Aleichem to his former Rebbe. And he came with great humility. He said, Shalom Aleichem, Rebbe. And Nebuchadnezzar began to cry. He said, what happened to you? He says, I'll tell you the story. He says, you remember there was a Yid who came. He had a Shailah on Pesach. There was a Shailah on a Pesach, something that he baked on a Shtikul Kugel. Something fell into it. It was a Taruvah's Shailah, whether it's Chometz. And he gave it to me, and I brought it into the Rebbe to Paskin. And you looked at it, and you said, Al pi I would be able to be Mata, you were Mitzadet, Kamat Stodom, Lakan, Lakan. But you said, Michumra of Pesach, better we shouldn't eat it. No, I heard this, and I already had a great Cheshik for this Kugel. And I understood from you that's really not lahaloch, it's only a chumra. So I sat down and I ate it myself. I told the fellow that the Buddha says he can't eat it, but I took it for myself. No, afterwards I thought to myself, I did such a terrible thing, chametz bepesa. When it got into my head that I eaten chametz bepesa, I said, what's the point? I should learn tonight krishma lamita. It makes a difference after I did such a terrible avera. I didn't learn krishma lamita. And the next morning I said, at night I didn't learn krishma lamita. I should say birchas atoyer. So I didn't say birchas atoyer. And Vesachvin had the davening, looking how day to day, and I went just from one level to the next until here I am. And then I viewed it was mechazakim, and he told him that a person can always come back to the Rabbi and he was able to draw him out of his matziv, and he brought him back to Yehadas, and he became a Balchuva Gomer, and he was to become a Talmud Chacham. If we were to look in the source of our actions, we would all, in the source of our matzavim, we would often find 
that it was a small thing, a small mistake, and as we mentioned, a small middah. Often we don't pay attention to mashahus. On Pesach, we know the Torah is makbid. Midoiraisa, everything has a shear. Chometz, chometz is oser b'mashahu. A mashu is unique. It's very easy to, to destroy. No problem to destroy a mashu, but it's notoriously difficult to find it. To find that mashu is not an easy thing. We have to be boidik in the churin and the stocking and all the nooks and crannies until we find what's at the root of our minds. When we discover it, we can see sometimes it's such an easy thing. If we would just work at that one weakness, that one shvachkeit, we would be able to turn ourselves over and actually, and once you uproot the source, you set in motion a whole new sequence of Avoidu, just like the Mashu could bring a person down, so too a Mashu can change a person's life around. And on Pesach night, we're no longer boidik with a ner in Chur Nebisdokin. The Gemara says, when the roof opens up, you don't need to search with a ner during the day because the light lights up in every corner. It's brought, the Gemara says, in the night of Pesach, by the, when we say, eat the Kezayis, and the, we say, hallow, the roof opens up. The Kodesh Tzemagah says, a holy year, HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks at us through the cracks. Meitzitz min hachrakim, the Pesach says. On Pesach night, the roof blows off, and it's open, and the light shines in, and we can see what needs to have taken, and we can root out every last mashu, and we can change our lives. It all sounds very nice, but what does it mean, and how does it apply to us practically? First, I want to be magdim, one important thing, so a beautiful marshal for Abshim Shem Pinkish Zatzal. It says, imagine you have a bocha is traveling to yeshiva. It's meant to take a journey of a day. And there was this mishap and that mishap and it got pushed off. He was traveling two days. He ended up, it took him three days to come. And he comes, he's completely exhausted. He's finished. He can barely open his eyes. And he's about to go to sleep. And he remembers he didn't daven mairev yet. No. So he gets up and he goes to daven mairev. You can imagine how that mairev is going to look. After three exhausting days, just about I'll get the words out. It says, what if somebody was traveling three days, he's going to his Rebbe to be there for Rosh Hashanah. And he traveled three days, and he's exhausted and tired, and he arrived just in time for Meirev Rosh Hashanah. He's going to dab with such a brand, with such a slavus. What's the difference? He's just as tired. But these three tiring days were all days of Achana. He was all preparing. He had in mind where I'm heading. I'm doing all this for a purpose. I'm going somewhere. The difference between an action with Hachona or without preparation is the difference between Laila V'yoyim. One can enter Pesach without Hachona, without spiritual preparation. We're all preparing physically. We're scrubbing and cleaning. We're searching out every last bit of Chometz. But if a person just falls into Pesach, falls into that Seder, exhausted without any mental preparation, without any spiritual hachana, all these great madregas we've described before about the Leil HaSeder. If a person, well, here we are, we're a few days before Leil Pesach, we have this time to prepare. What does it mean? If I am now focused that I am entering a world of Leil HaSeder, we're going into a mockum of Leil Shimurim, that's Lidoiroisom. Imagine if you had to make a statement that you knew was going to be printed in all the newspapers. You would think a lot exactly what I'm going to say, what language to use. I would maybe discuss with many people before exactly how to say it. What if you knew you were making a statement? It wouldn't just be printed in newspapers. It's going to be printed in every school book for students to study. It's going to become part of the curriculum of all the students in the world. Imagine if you knew what you were saying was going to be published and read for all eternity. Leil shimurim hu it's why are we here today? Because 70 generations, 80 generations ago, our Elta, 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 Elta Zedah sat down at a Seder and they transmitted to the next generation what Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was about. It was a Parin, it was a Moshe Rabbeinu, and it was Esamakos. And that was transmitted again and again and again. And this is what we have. And in a week from now, we have to be that link and we have to give it over again to Ledoi some future generations. Our words, our our Diburim, our eternal words, 
are words that carry meaning and that have to live forever. How do we plan to say such words? How do we expect our words to have effect if we're not prepared properly? So every tefillah from now till Pesach, we have to think there's a Seder coming. Every time we use our mouths, as the Heilige Chofetz Chaim says, we're talking about mitzvahs of Dibur, what kind of kalim, what kind of tools are we going to use to give over these words? We have to be busy kashering the kalim, we have to kasher our mouths. We have to be so careful what we speak about this week. We shouldn't speak diburim of Isser. We should work hard not to get into chaos, into machloikas, and all things that are poigim, the clay hadibur. What kind of mouth we're going to take? Matzah, the Chamsaifer writes, we have one mitzvah bismanazeh of achila midaraisa. One mitzvah, we have no achilas kod. We have no Achilles Akarbonus, nothing. One mitzvah doiraisa. Achilles matzah. What kind of mouth are we going to put that matzah into? Is it going to be a mouth that's prepared? That's oizgekasha, that's fahelikt, that's prepared, that's muchon. That's what this time is about. Think it's a it's a arduous journey. It's a lot of work that has to be done. But you have to think every moment we're going to a Seder, we're traveling to a Seder. And then HaKadosh Baruch will give us a Siyata Deshmaya that will be Zoycheh to all of these Madregas. Now we mentioned that a person can be transformed into a Tzadik Gomer through the Avoid of Leil Pesach. How do we become a Tzadik Gomer? We know in Lashon Kodesh, the rule is, every word is an essence, is a pure definition. If there's something that's similar to that word, but it's not exact definition, there'll be a different word for it. It's called Shemus Hanir Dofim. We have ten different words to describe Simcha. Gilarina, Ditzevechedve, each one is a little bit different. Chodosh means new. You understand? Something is chadash. It's brand new. When the Torah wants to describe a month, which is a new month, the Torah uses the word chaydash. Now there's nothing new about a month. A month just repeats itself. The moon waxes and wanes. It gets bigger and smaller. We see it every 30 days, the same thing. Yet the Torah uses the terminology Hachodesh Hazelochem Rosh Chodosh. I just mentioned the Shlach Chodesh says that in Chodesh Nissan every day is like Rosh Chodesh. Hachodesh Hazelochem. It's a it's a Chodesh full of Rosh Chodoshim. This teaches us something about what Chodosh means. If a moon reappearing. Every 30 days is called Chodosh. We know that Chodosh doesn't mean new in the sense that we understand new. Chodosh means renewal. There is a cloud, the Pasek says in Koyhelesh, there is no Chodosh Tachas Hashemesh. Nothing in this world is new. If I were to go to somebody who lived a thousand years ago and I would show him a fax machine, show him a, a computer, no, it's a posik. It says, you go to the Reza Chodesh, he'll say, Kvar What do you mean, Kvar That's not new, it's not amazing to him. Think about it, Rabbi Yisai. There's not a single new thing, there's not a single new component in this computer that wasn't around at Bria Sa'ilam. There's not any wisdom that wasn't, it was always there. We just didn't know about it. It was hidden from us. But there was electricity, and that could have been um, fed through a coil and fed through a doimim, and the chachma that it was there to make these doimim and think and produce and whatever it is to make pictures, to send faxes, all the great advances in technology. There's nothing new that was created. It was just unknown. How do we call a new invention? English say it was discovered. What do I mean discovered? Till now it was covered. Now it became discovered. Just became uncovered. A, a, a chachma that was there all along. There's no chodosh tachas hashomesh. There's only giluyim. Like the moon. You know, somebody goes out, Matzah Shabbos, hey, there's no levana. I mean, there's no levana. Of course there's a levana. The levana's covered. You can't see it. I mean, there's no levana. There's bakese. Sometimes the levana is covered. That's pegimas ha-levana. When the levana becomes uncovered, that's called chodosh. Ha-chodesh hazelochem. A little over a week ago, I was in Russia, in the Ukraine, and we were in the city of Hanapoli, went to the cave of the Rebbe Rebzisha and the Rebbe Rebbe, 
And the town there is so primitive. We came with a bus. You couldn't even travel with a bus. We had to get off the bus and take some peasants who took us on a horse and buggy, and horse and horse and cart, not even a buggy. It was like stepping back 300 years, totally uncivilized peasants. The cart looked at least 300 years old. <laughs> And they have no concept that there's a civilized world, that they're taking from us a few pennies to drive us with their tired horses. And in this very cart we're sitting, and in our pockets there are cell phones, a few inches away from where they are. Now, how far away are they from all of this? Inches away, yet at the same time, they're thousands of years. You know, there are tribes in South America that still live in the trees that are so primitive, they are at a level of 5,000 years ago. They have nothing. They eat each other for breakfast. And they, two hours away, are advanced industrial centers. An hour and a half away from Annapoli, you have a modern airport. Now how far, here these people are 5,000 years away, and yet it's just next door. The knowledge is there, it's available, it's just covered from them. But there's nothing new. It's right there. They're so close. They can have everything that we have in an hour. If they would know, if they would be aware. Now, we know, of course, some of us like to think, oh, they can't invent anything anymore. It's over. <laughs> That's finished. And, of course, anybody who's lived 10 years on this world knows how much we've advanced in the last 10 years. And, of course, there are many amazing things still in store that are already here. Just we don't know about them yet. They're still covered. So why, when a person looks at himself, doesn't he think of this? Why do I understand that in computers that in a few years there's going to be so many trillion, billion binkabytes or whatever they are that, are net, that just seem to get bigger and bigger? And why do I assume that I'm going to continue to be the same primitive self that I am? And this is me, this is who I am. Isn't there so much more to me? Isn't it the pshat that I'm just covered? That when we talk about becoming a tzaddik, I'm not talking about becoming something new. It already says, kulam tzaddikim. We already are tzaddikim. But we're still tzaddikim nistarim. We're still hidden. We're still covered. All we have to do is uncover the power and the potential that we already have in our neshamas. And we can become anoshim chadoshim. We can become reborn. We can become new people. The Shemishmul, he explains the idea of Kiddush HaChodesh. We know the difference between the sun and the moon is the sun has its own light and the moon is only a reflection of the sun's light. The moon doesn't have any of its own light. Yet how does the moon shine? According to how it's facing to the sun. When it's in perfect alignment with the sun, there'll be a full moon. As it turns away from the sun, there's less and less. You get a pegimas halavana. Klal Yisrael is compared to the levana. Sheheim asidim l'schadash k'moysa says sheheim kidug moso. Klal Yisrael do not have a chiyas of their own. Our existence is a reflection of the chiyas of HaKadosh Baruch who blew into us a nishmas chayim. When we are facing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we shine with His light. When we turn away, we are dark. There's a Gemara Masech Tiksubis, a Mordeki Gemara says, Rabbi Yechen Menzaki was riding on his donkey, and he saw Riba Achas, there was a woman who was on the ground, and she was picking the, the uh, barley from the glolim of the Arab behemoths, from the dung of the behemoths of the Arabs. And he saw Yatzat Rahman, he said to her, who are you? And she said, I am the daughter of Nakdiman Ben-Gurion, the wealthiest man in Yerushalayim. She said, remember at my chasana Rebbe, you were there and you wrote out the Ksuba, Elef, Alfei, Dinrin, over a million Dinrin was written in the Ksuba just from my father, not including what my Shver gave, and look at where I'm holding now. And Rabbi Yechidem ben said, Ashrechem Yisrael, for Fortunate is Yisrael, that when they're uplifted, when they're high, they're higher at the greatest height. And when they fall, they fall lower than the lowest nation, not than the Uma Shreyla, but lower than the behemoths of the lowest nation. Freyd the Maral, Ashreichem Yisrael, 
You hear you say, Ashreichem Yisrael. What's so wonderful? What's so marvelous? So the morale is mas, but this you said. What Rabbi Yechon Medzaki was saying is, Kalal Yisrael has no existence except what it's makabal from the Rabbi Nishal. And here's the proof. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Meir Ponov to us, we shine and we're uplifted to the highest level. Take away that Aoras Ponim, there's nothing to us. The Goyim Anim Shalolachama, HaKadosh Baruch Hu turns away from, they have their own Chiyas. Kalal Yisrael doesn't have their own Chiyas. We only have what we are makabal. Kabul HaKadosh Baruch Hu shines upon us. Now there are mechitzois hamavdilois. There are things that separate us from that light. Averois, avoinois amavdilim b'ni evenechem. Midisrois, anoichi mavdil, the anoichi is the selfishness. What are all these things? These are mechitzas, these are walls that separate the light of the chama, the light of the rabbinishtam that wants to give us chiyas. The chiyas is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chiyas. It's just waiting for us to open up, to uncover that separation and we will shine. It's brought that Rosh Chodesh is the Yontiv of David HaMelech. David HaMelech was Lesley Migarmei Klum. He was one who didn't have any life of his own. He was meant to die the moment he was born. Right? Adam Marishan gave him 70 years of his life. The whole Tilim is full of Anoichi Selas, Veloi Ish, I'm nothing, Cherpas Adam, Abazui Om, I have no Chies, Yehudas Miloshen. He said, Notalti Yoiser Michelki, I have none of my own existence. And yet this David HaMelech, who had no life, who didn't have a Schuskiim for a Rega, his life is described, we say every Rishchidosh, say every Bakidosh HaChidosh, David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayom. He was the one who had eternal life. He is the one who lives forever. In Novi and Shmuel Beis it's described how David HaMelech went through a terrible tragedy in life. His son Avashalom rose up against him and rebelled against him. And he rallied all the people to rebel against David HaMelech with different forms of Hanifa and he chased him out of the palace and David HaMelech was on the run and the Pasuk describes he went and his feet were barefoot and he was chased out David HaMelech Yisrael is being pursued in such busyness and such humiliation by his own son we can't imagine the Tsar what did David HaMelech do then? he said till him we even have the Tilim, Mizma le David, Bevorchem ne Avashalom benoi. What did he say? Hashem mor rabut soloi, rabim kom molai, rabim oimim le nafshi, ain Yeshua soloi belekim selo. They said there's no hope for him. Ain Yeshua, he has no Yeshua. And here the Pasik tells us David Hamelech, downtrodden, pursued a Nirdof. He's running. And he's going on a mountain, and then a man comes out, Shimi ben Geiro, and he sees him. Vayisakel, he begins to throw stones at David HaMelech, at the lowest point in his life. And then he begins to curse him. Vuhu kilalani klolo nimret says, go out, ish adamim, ish belial. David, it's coming to you. He says, you deserve it, what you did to show. Every bit of tzoros that you're having is what you deserve. And it's... Can you imagine... The situation of David Amelech at that moment. And Avisha ben Surya says, Let me take Adoni Amelech, let me take this Kelev and slice his head off. And David Amelech says, No. What do you want? Hashem said to him to be Mikalel. Is he cursing? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give me Tsar. He said, Leave him. Leave him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will see in my Tsar and he will send a Baruch instead of this Klala. What was David HaMelech saying at this moment? He was saying, I don't have my own chiyas. My life is from the Rabbeinu Shalolam. Right now, of course I want to take a sword and take revenge against this person. For being But that rotzoin is just a mechitza. That's a mid, that's a wall separating between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and myself. And I saw it brought down that at that moment that David Amelech said, "Leave Shimi ben Geira, let him be." Hashem was the one who said that he should be mekalel. At that moment is when David HaMelech became David Mashiach Tzidkecho. That's when he was zeichet to be David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayom to eternal life. When we have an Esoyen, 
What is an Nisayin? A sign is a wall that's not letting the light shine. We have a Breda. Either we give in and we build up that wall, or we overcome the Nisayin. And then instead of darkness, there's light. David HaMelech says, instead of Kalala, if I am koivish my yetzer now, and I accept that everything comes from the Rabbeinu Shalom, instead of klala, there will be bracha. And this we have to know, whenever we have nisyonis, it's an opportunity for chiyas. We don't have our own chiyas. We get our chiyas from throwing down those walls, those mechitzas that separate us from the Rabbeinu Shalom. In order to understand how we tap into this chiyas, how we become noichach penei Hashem, shnei moiris hagedolim, it says, before the chet, the levona shined just like the sun because it was in perfect hakbola, in, in, in perfect alignment with the sun. And that's Chodesh Nisan, Yismuchu HaShamayim, V'sogil HaOres, is the Tzirif of the Shemavaya, that Shemayim and Oretz are equal levels of Simcha. To understand this, and to understand deeper what our Avoid is in the Leil HaSeda, and how we reach this level, we have to understand two concepts that are intrinsic parts of our Avoid. One is the concept of Dibur, and the other is the concept of Seder. We know that Dibur plays a central role in the Leil HaSeder. A whole year we're told, Siyad L'choch Meshtike, Emor Ma'at V'asei Harbe, B'miyat Sicho. On Pesach night we're told, Kol HaMarbe L'saper HaReze Meshubach. To talk a lot becomes admirable, it becomes worthy. This will make you Meshubach. This will lift up. It's not a lie that he is Meshubach. The more he tells the Nisam of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the more he becomes Meshubach. What is this idea of Dibur? The Arve Nachal in Parshish Vayishlach brings from the Baal Shem Tev. The Posik says, Nafshi Yotso Bedabri. Bedabri. Sok Dehilig Abalshemtiv. Dibur is the chius that we have within us. Our life force is Dibur. Vayipach Ba'apov Nishma Schayim. Vayihiho Odom Lenefesh Chayo. What is Nefesh Chayo? The Targum Taijes Leruach Memalolo. Sok Dehilig When a person speaks, the dibur is his chius, that's his life. And with every dibur, life leaves him. Nafshi yotso bidabrai. Every word one utters, he's giving life away from itself. But because a person is dovik tomid bishorshoi, these diburim themselves are mamshich life from the shoirish of chiyas, and they bring back new life into the person, and through that, al yidei zechai tomid. How do we live? Our diburim bring us life. Every dibur gives out life, but the dibur is, has the koyach to attach itself to the source of chiyas and bring life bring back into us kol dibur atzmoi mevi loy chiyus chodosh. So the Arvanachal says an extraordinary thing. Every person has two parts to him. We're a mixture of toiv and ra. Now we have different types of diburim. We have good things and there are diburim that never should be spoken. What type of chiyus are we bringing into ourselves? If we speak diburim that a yid should never speak, dvarim betelim, udvarim of iser, loshen hara, litzonis, chanufa, nivulpech, asvashalim, what type of chiyas do we bring in? What are we living from? Our shayrish of chiyas comes from diburim ho'asurim. We are replacing valuable nishmas chayim with worthless, dangerous chiyas. I remember when I was a kid, a little kid, my oldest brother had a very expensive coin collection. 
Now, I wasn't aware exactly of how expensive it was, but he put a lot of koyach. He had many silver coins and dimes and quarters. They were worth a lot of money. Now, I had somebody who owed me $11. And I knew this $11 was coming to me, but till then I needed some pocket change. And I hope my brother doesn't hear this tape. <laughs> now, I knew this $11 was coming. I said, there's no problem. I didn't understand. So all these coins, and I, I wanted to buy some candies. And every day I took a couple of these dimes, these silver quarters. And at the end, I got my, my $11. I had it all changed back into dime. I took a, a short-term loan. And I had it changed back into dimes and quarters and replaced them in those little holders, not realizing under each holder there was a year and a date where it came from. So I gave out very, very expensive and, and, and uh, valuable coins and replaced them with junk that was worth $11. When we speak, we're giving out chiyas, chiyas that's granted to us by the Rabbeinu Shalolim. Nafshi yotza bedabre. What do we replace it with? With the chiyas that's created by those diburim. That's what we live from. How quickly a person can devalue himself through diburim or asurim. How quickly he can fall and replace HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chiyas with chiyas of the Sitra Achro. The Diburim of the Leil HaSeder are the ultimate perfection of Dibur. A mitzvah asay midoraisa vihigada tolevincha. These Diburim are designed in the Ashoirish, to create the most perfect form of chiyas needed for a person to live. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu delights in these diburim. And many of the Haggadahs has printed the piece in the Zayar HaKadosh before Magid. And it describes HaKadosh Baruch Hu's simcha when Yidin are Oisik and Sipi Yitzhiyus Mitzrayim. He gathers together all the Malach and says, listen, listen, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is chodi with an unbelievable simcha because he's watching us generate chiyas of Kedusha. He's watching us fashioning our destiny. He's watching life being formed, life of Kedusha being formed by the very words. Who wrote these words? Not so partial who wrote these words of the Haggadah. It's a big soid, it's a big secret. Some say Tanoim, Ameroim. The Rebbe Rabunim said, or the Yidakadah said by him, it's Borah, these words written by Elio Anovi. says, especially Loshan Baruch Hamok and Baruch Hu is a Loshan you find often in Tanah Debe Elio. It's written by Elio Anovi, who lives forever. Elio Hanovi who is a shayrish of chiyas, of eternity, of chai v'kayom. These are the diburim of Leil HaSeder, and these diburim are meant to give us chiyas, not just give us chiyas, but to repair us, to realign us, to put us in touch with a level of perfection of a yipach ba'ap of nishmas chayim. Now we all know it's brought in many svarim, the Zayra Kodesh, Svasemis talks about this barichus, that in Mitzrayim, the Golas of Mitzrayim was a Golas of Dibur. Onus Alpiha Dibur. The power of speech was in Gol. This is a very um, extensive concept. It's not, we don't have time tonight to expound, to, to go into it properly. But Paroi is the lotion of Pera. Erva Saoretz, it was a land of immorality, and Bris Hamor and Bris Haloshain Atoli Zebzeb. As the level of Gilearayas goes lower, so to the level of Dibber goes lower. And Faket, as we lift ourselves up in Shmir of Kedusha, so to our Dibber becomes Niskadish. And the Svasemis explains the idea of the Dibber being in Golas. This is very important for us because we need to understand the connection to our Diburim and how this can transform us. Golas had Dibber means as follows, says the Svasemis. There are two types of Emunah. There's one emunah that HaKadosh Baruch who created the world and HaKadosh Baruch who is constantly renewing the world. There's another level, and HaKadosh Baruch who created the world, Basara Mamores. There's another level of emunah that HaKadosh Baruch who is manig esa oilom, that he's running the world and every single prat that happens on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute, second-to-second level is all from the Rabbi Nishalayim. 
Now, the first level of Amuna, most of us, Baruch Hashem, have no problem with. We all know HaKadosh Baruch who created the world. We believe it. We feel it. We have Amuna in our heads, in our hearts, Amuna Chushas, even in our Evarim. We know HaKadosh Baruch who created the world and continues to create the world. It's the other type of Amuna that we have difficulty. We don't have difficulty believing it. Of course, we all believe HaKadosh Baruch who runs every single moment of life of Bria. But we don't feel it. It's hidden. And we live our lives not recognizing that truth. And the proof is Pashit. Because if we really felt that in our very essence, we would never get angry, we would never get upset, we would never have a time on anybody else, we would never say anything that's out of order. Because what's the problem? Kaddish Baruch is running everything. Everything is exactly as it should be. Nothing's wrong. Everything is in a perfect state. Everything is the way it should be. It's because we haven't perfected that emuna that we are lacking in our menuchas hanefesh, that we are lacking in our avoid. And the Svasema says that level of amuna is called dibur. There's asorem amorois and there's aseres hadibrois. Dibur is miloshen hanhogo. Yadber amim tachtenu. Dabur echod ledor. A dabron is called one who leads, one who's manig to transform the asorem amorois into Aseres Hadibras that couldn't be done in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was such a world of Erev Asa'oretz that everybody lived in the world of Sibov Mesoyviv that I am in charge of my life. He's in charge of my life. Things are happening b'mikra, by coincidence, but there's no guiding hand running and being madber every single facet of my life. Because of that dibur, onus al dibur, dibur was in Golis. And at the moment of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, when we came to that recognition that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is manik the oilom, there was a geula, there was a redemption of Koyach HaDibur. Because what perfects our Dibur? What is the ultimate perfection of a human being's Dibur? When he, be, when he gains the recognition at the deepest level that the world is in perfect order from the cell structure of his bones to the infinitely complicated genetic formulas in his iris that give him sight to whether he misses the bus or the train and to whether he's going to make money this week or not. When a person is clear to him that all of that is calculated and calibrated with an astonishing harmony and a perfection by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which if you would think about it, it's so obvious, it's a joke to think otherwise. Today we know a little bit of the Chochmah Sabriya. We know a little bit of what's doing in a fingernail or in one strand of hair. And yet we are silly enough to think that we are in charge of our own lives. Such a Havana, such an understanding at such a depth produces perfect Dibur. Because Dibur is creation. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the word with Diburim, with Oisius, with Tzirufei Oisius, the Asvin the Oiraisa. That's why everything in the world is called a Dover, a thing. There was a Dibur that lies underneath. When we understand that everything in the world is Diburim Shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our Diburim becomes so perfect, in such perfect synthesis with truth, that they create perfect life. This level of understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is misader the world, dovor, dovor al oifanov, that nothing is out of order, is what's called seder. And it's interesting, the words seder and dibur both share the same two common letters, a dalid and a resh. We know there are two large letters in the Torah, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echod 
and we should not worship an Eil Acher. There's a large Reish and a large Dalid. By the Masa Egel, when they switched these two around, HaKadosh Baruch who said, Leich Reid, Rashi says, Reid Migduloscha, go down from the big Oisi, as the, the Bnei Soscher explains, because they've switched around the Reish and the Dalit, and that was what happened at the Chet of the Eitz Hadas, Koitz Vidardar Tatzmiach. The essence of perfect Seder, of perfect Dibur, is to recognize that the entire gamut, the entire spectrum of the world, from the Reish of El Acher to the perfect unity of Hashem Echod, is all Dover, Dover al Oifanov, is all perfect Seder al Piha Kodesh Baruchu, and then one can have perfect Dibur. The Shlach Kodesh says that one should be makbid, Belel HaSeder, not to speak any Sichas Chulin. And we, how we understand it? Our Diburim on the night of the Seder are what give us life. These are the most perfectly aligned, perfectly developed Diburim of the Heilige HaGoda. These are the words with which we transmit our Messiah. It's because of Seder night that we are still here, that we are still prepared to give our lives for the Rabbi Shalom, because every generation gave over Higada Talavincha and transmitted this life and this Messiah. Listen to what Rab Tzadik writes in Sefer Tzidkes HaTzadik. A tikkun for Chet. Chet is described as Mikro. In Telchu Imi Keri. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I will go with you Bechamas Keri. Zokhtar Rab Tzadik. The tikkun is, Lahamin Be'emuna Shalemo She'ein Shum Mikro Bo'olom Klal. Everything that happens to the person, every single thing is predetermined and predesigned by Akadish Baruch The dover zehu beemes iker hakoil. The kol taryag mitzvahs hatayre are just aids how to reach this idea that everything comes from Akadish Baruch all our various are called mikra, meaning not realizing that they are in a seder. Cain kol ha'oinshim nikra shem chamas keri. But if a person believes, kulam loy ho'yu yoitzim min ha'seder, v'ho'yor m'suder kach v'loy b'mikra, im kein eina avera. When a person recognizes that there is seder in the bria. He reaches the level where all Averis become uprooted and torn apart at the Ashirish. Because every Avera means going away from the perfection of Seder. Chet is Miloshan Hatoyo, from bending away from the essence. All of our Diburim, that our Diburim shall Hevel, come because we do not recognize. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mesader HaKoyl. If we lived at the level of Seder, with the knowledge that HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs everything, we would never speak anything that's out of place. We would only say Torah, Utfilah, and Good Midas. When we would say Good Shabbos to a person, we would mean it with perfection. We would have no Cheshboinus, how I look, how he looks, what he's thinking, what I'm thinking, because we would know that it doesn't make a difference. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mesader everything. We would never have to lie. We would never have to be Echad Bepeh Be'echad Be'leith. We would never have to project an image that's otherwise from who we really are. We would only say Diburim of Kedusha. And if we understand this, we understand what is at the root of this extraordinary night that the Svarim HaKadoshim tell us that this shapes our destiny for the world of La'asid Lavai. The highest level that a yid, that a human being can achieve is Mesiras Nefesh. When we give our lives away to the Rabbeinu Shalaylam, When he gives his life away, what does he do? He talks. He says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Eloikeinu Hashem Echod. When a person returns his soul to his maker, 
He says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echad, the most perfect Dibur ever uttered. The Dibur of Yichud Hashem. Rabbi Akiva was Meirich Be'echad. He extended that Echad, that Dalad, that Dibur for all time. And he included in that Arichus every Yid's Mesiris Nefesh Ad Soif Kol Hadoiris. At the Leil HaSeder, what we are doing with these perfect Diburim is we are reaching a level of perfect Mesiras Nefesh. Mesiras Nefesh means when we recognize this, when we recognize that our lives are nothing, let's play Migar Meiklum, like David HaMelech, that our lives are just the Rebbeinu Shalom. This is what Rebbe writes. If a person has Rachman, let's turn on him a Gezeris Misa. Al Yidei Mesiras Nefesh L'Misa B'Machshavtoi. If a person in his mind is ready to be Moise Nefesh, Be'emes Gomor, Shemaskim beliboy imrotzen Hashem yisbarach v'toiv lo yoyser lomus chas v'sholem who writes a kach berotzen toiv. The person thinks if the rabbi would rather I wouldn't be here. I accept that with a perfect rotzen hoyanitzel migzeiras misa. A person would save himself because machshaftoi the kabbalosai al atzma is kemaisa, and then he's like he comes back in a gilgal sheni, and not like a normal gilgal. When we come back a gilgal, we don't know what we were in the first gilgal. We don't know what to be masak. And he says we come back the gilgal sheni to this world. The yodeya mashakilkel bilgulgulei harishen the yochal lesakne begilgalze. That's what mesiras nefesh is. Mesiras Nefesh is only possible when we mevatel that onoichius. When we stop thinking, I'm in charge, I have a deya. When I realize, lest lay me garmei klum. That is the moment of Yitzias Mitzrayim. Yitzias Mitzrayim is mentioned 50 times in the Torah. And the Goyen says, each one is kenegad Yitzias for one of the nun sharei tumah. And the last one that takes us out of the shar nun is onoichi Hashem Eloikecha Mitzrayim. When we realize there's no onoichi, I am nothing. There's only Anoichi Hashem Elekecho. So the night of Seder is a night of Mesiras Nefesh. And that's why Yidin Wamaisa Nefesh for the Seder and Aladairis. Because at this night it becomes so perfectly clear to us that there's a Seder in the Bria. There's no longer an Anoichi. There's only Anoichi Hashem Elekecha Sicho. And our Diburim become perfect. And our life is like a Gilgul Shani. We become reborn. And we can become Taka Tzadik Gomer. There's a story told about the Heilig Rizhna. The Rizhna once say the night invited a few of his Hasidim from the Bnei Aliyah, the Dahi Bnei Hasidim, to spend the Seder with him. But he invited them on one condition, that they would be so focused in the Kedusha of their Machshava that none of them would have a thought during the entire Seder that would disturb the Kavonis Kedoshas of the Heilig Rizhna. He was able to be Margish. He could sense when something was connected the Rikus HaMachshava of his Kedusha. And one of the Hasidim was concerned, how, how will I manage to do such a thing, to spend the whole Seder night on that level of focus that I shouldn't disturb the Kavonis of the Rizhna. He decided the only way he can do it is if the entire Leil HaSeideh would concentrate on the Posik Shema Yisrael Hashem Eleikeinu Hashem Echod. After the Seder, and he was successful doing this, he worked with this Kavon. He went over to one of his Chaverim and he asked him, how were you able to spend the whole Seder night here by the Rebbe and keep his condition? So his friend told him, Listen to the Eitzah that I did. I thought the whole night I concentrated Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echod. And they asked another Chavar. And they asked him, what did he do? And he said, I concentrated the whole night on Shema Yisrael. And all of them, when they compared notes with each other, they realized that all of them had the same Kavana. And it was obvious that the Heilig Yerishna was Mamshech, this Machshove, into their Kavana that they should focus on Yichud Hashem. 
all of the Seder night is Shema Yisrael Hashem Eleikeinu Hashem Echod. The entire Haggadahs, the Sipi Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, all those words of perfection are one Marich Be'echod, like Rabbi Kiva was Marich Be'echod. It's one long, glorious proclamation of Shema Yisrael Hashem Eleikeinu Hashem Echod. Perfect Mesiris Nefesh. That's the Leil HaSeder. And we understand that Mesiris Nefesh is not just the Madrega. Mesiris Nefesh defines what Kalal Yisrael is, defines who we are. And all the nations know that. The Skelen Rebbe, Zechusa Yogen Aleinu, now he was my Nefesh to save Eden, to take people out of prison. After the war, he came to a certain town in Erev Shabbos. There was a Rav there, Rav Horowitz. And he came to me, he said, it was Erev Shabbos, please gather together the Tzibur to say Tilim for me. He says, I'm in a very great danger. Says, Why are you in such a danger? I have to go to the Moishal, the governor of the province. There are eight Jews who are imprisoned and they've been sentenced to death. And I want to plead their case. Please daven to me, I'm in great danger. Daven for me, I'm in great danger. He says, Rebbe, what's the big danger? They're in danger. Either you'll be Matzliyoch or you won't be Matzliyoch. He says, no, you don't understand. I've been to him a few times. I begged him and he's very angry at me. And the last time I went, he took out a gun. And he said, listen, Rabbi, I would shoot you right now, but it says in my file on you, they have written down that you're a saintly person. You're a person of high integrity. So I won't kill you. But if you ever show your face again to ask for these people, I'm going to shoot you on the spot. So now I'm going again. I need you to dive in for me. He says, Rabbi, how could you go? said, look, it's not for sure that he's going to shoot me. And there's a Yerushalmi that says that one could put himself into a matzev of Suffolk Bekuach Nefosh to save somebody who's a matzev of Vadai Nefosh Nefosh. And I'm going. So they gathered together at Tzibur and they said, till him a whole letter of Shabbos. And they were terrified. He didn't come back. Came a few minutes before Shabbos. He comes back shining, singing, dancing. He's black and blue. He's covered with bruises. says, what's the grace of Simcha? I walked in, and the man got into such a fury, he began to punch me and slap me and pummel me. Then he took me, he grabbed me by my, by my lapels, and he took me to the stairs and started kicking me down the stairs. I tumbled one step to the other. He was screaming and yelling with such hatred. He ran down and stomped on me and kicked me again. He said, get out of here and take your Jews with you. Somebody who's prepared to risk his life. for uh, This must be a nation. There's no one like them in the world. Get out of here. I never want to see you again. On Purim, I had a, somebody came to my house to bring Shalach Monas. And he told me a word which I repeated many times. It, it, it struck very deeply. He said, Esther HaMalke came to Achashverosh and he points to Sharbat Hazov and he says, Maloch Esther HaMalke, Ad Chatsi HaMalchus, and I'll give you. And Chazal say, Ad Chatsi HaMalchus, anything except the base HaMikdosh, which is a pella. He didn't even know that she was a Jew. Why is he telling her about the base Hamigdash? Why is he warning? He doesn't know who she is. I don't know who he said it over from. He said, Amoyed de Kivart. knew somebody who's ready to come in in a mockum where it's Achas Dosay Lahomis, who's ready to be Moisa Nefesh to save a people that can only be a Yid. She may want the base Hamigdash. That's the Tzur of Klal Yisrael. That's the definition of what we are. And that's the level that we reach on this perfect night of Mesiris Nefesh, on this perfect night of Seder where there's no Anoichi, where we are nothing. We were so dovak in the Rabbeinu Shalolem. We may think Mesiris Nefesh is something in the distant past. Two Shabboses ago, I was in a city in the Ukraine called Korestin. And there are two people here who can be made on the story I'm going to tell you. There's a yeshiva there. We're talking about a Yiddishkeit that's been dead for 70 years. The communist Yemach Shemam Vezichram tore out Yiddishkeit at its roots. You come into the shul, there's only ancient old men and these young yeshiva boys with their kapalach and their peyalach davening and singing beautifully. Nebuch, there's a gaping hole in all the years in between. I was introduced to a boy, a 14-year-old boy. This 14-year-old boy had his bris meal at age 12. 
sitting and learning Torah Bekdusha of Tahara. He lived almost a day's travel away from where the yeshiva is. And he was always crying. He was very tzabrochen because he has a younger brother, an eight-year-old boy. And his younger brother still hasn't had a bris milah. And his father threatened him, if you have a bris milah, I'm going to break every bone in your body. And he didn't know what to do. How is he going to get for his eight-year-old brother a bris milah? One day there was a moil, a mumcha moil, passing through the town. And he went to him, he said, look, I live so many, so many hours away. Please, if you're ever near that city, get in touch with me. Here's the number of the yeshiva and let me know. And so this moil got in touch with him. But a few months later, the boy disappeared from yeshiva. Nobody knew where he was. He left without permission. He traveled on his own by train. He organized that the mile should come. He traveled hours and hours by train. He arrived in the middle of the night, snuck his brother out of the house through a window, this eight-year-old boy, and early in the morning they went to the mile, had the bris milah, and the boy had to go home. He had just had an operation. He couldn't tell his parents, so he said he's not feeling well. He has to stay home for a few days. And they kept it a secret. Months later, he was taking a bath, his father saw him, and he beat him and beat him bloody for what he did. This is not, this is Tov Shin Samach Hei, 2005. This is going on. This is Klal Yusrael Rabbi Sai. We were sitting, where is he? Is Benji here? Let's see one. Oh, there he is, Benji. Benji said he wants to, he wants to speak. We got about the Sudha Shabbos. And he says, he gave a, a drosha, and he had somebody translate in Ukrainian. And he said, we're hearing, we're meeting these boys. I can tell you stories, <laughs> unbelievable. There was a, there was a bacha there, who, who one, he also he went home, and it was a Friday night, they were waiting from davening suda, 12 o'clock at night, it was the freezing Russian winter, and he came in covered with snow. He's frostbitten. He collapsed on the floor. Where was he? As he, he, he was traveling back. It was a car and it was close to Shkia. He said, stop the car, let me out. And he walked 15 kilometers in the snow and the freezing cold until he collapsed. This is going on today. So he gets up and he says, I'm meeting these Bochrim, meeting these Yidin, these mysterious Nefesh Yidin, and we feel so small, we feel so tiny next to them. That was his drasha. I disagree with his drasha. I don't feel small. I feel so great. I feel so big to know that this is the neshama that I have within me. That this is what nishmas Yisrael is. This is what it means to be a yid. Our neshamas haven't been yet tested. They're still covered. It's still bakeser. These tzaddikim have been nizgala, have been discovered. And they're reaching levels of Messias Nevesh of perfection. You know, there's a Seder, we sit at a Seder with our own families. There's also a Seder of all of Klal Yisrael together. We say, There's a Seder of Kol Yisrael, Yoitzim Bepesach Echod. The Belzeruv once said, says, why is it that when Elio Anovi comes, we send the child to open the door to let Elio Anovi come in? It's because Elio Anovi is... So we send out the children to greet Elio Hanovi. I'm certain that in the Seder of Gans Klal Yisrael, the Seder that's the entire world of Klal Yisrael together, these are the children who are being sent to open the door of Elio Hanovi. These are the Veheshev Leiv Bonim Al who will bring back their parents, who bring back all of Nishmas Yisrael back to Avina Shabashamayim. This is our neshamas. We're all one neshama. Once went out Seder night to listen how people were, 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 were doing the Seder. And he came to the house of an Amoris. He listens to him and he's saying like Krishna. Um, and the Olam was laughing and he said, no, 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 no. He, he got the message. He says, that's what it's about. The neshamas of, 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 of all of Klal Yisrael, the neshamas of the previous generations, the perfect Heilige Nishmas Yisrael that's revealed in all its glory 
Beleil Pesach, the Shnei Mo'eris Hagidoilam Zelu Uma Zeh, where we shine like the Kavayochu, where we're Zoichet to taste Oilam Habo. That's what we reach, that's what's revealed to us on the night of the Seder. And that's why we finish the Seder. We finish the Seder. We are ready in Yerushalayim, Lashona Abob Yerushalayim Abni, and we sit down, we take out a Shira Shirim, Yishakainim, and Yishikaspiu, Kitoivim, Doidechom, Yoyin. We feel the Ahamashcheni, Acherechon, Arutzaviani, Amelech Adorov. We feel we've been brought in, Mamish, to the deepest level, to the closest connection to the Rabbi Nishalaylam, where everything is Mesudar properly. Everything is right. It's not the, the, the mixed up world of Irvuvia. It's different. How different is the Seder from the world of East Seder? Let us use these days that are still ahead of us to prepare ourselves. We should be zoiche. We should be zoiche to that level. We should work on ourselves and, 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 and work on absorbing and internalizing the message that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mesader and Mesabev Kol Hasibus. And then our Diburim will be pure because they'll come from a nefesh of perfect Seder. And then we'll be Zoyche to be Mevatel the Anoichi that's Mavdil and feel Anoichi Hashem Elekecho and reach a level of perfect Mesiris Nefesh of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echod. And we'll be Zoyche Take to Ashir Yielochem Amen.